Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Last weekend at Spartanburg's Spring Fling, I was paying attention to 90-degree heat and shoving crowds, standing in line at the bumper car ride with my two boys. My hilarious colleague, Meg Barnhouse, is telling this story. One of them kept changing his mind about whether he wanted to ride. What he really wanted to do was toss rubber chickens into a pot, five tries for $2. My brain was a rubber chicken. I had just dragged the children all over the fair looking for the writers with whom I was supposed to sign books and the folks from my church with whom I was supposed to sell beer. I couldn't find either group, and the whole time I was looking for those people, both boys were pulling on me, asking, can we ride the rides now? Into my head came this thought, I am in hell. (laughs) So I said, let's go ride the rides. Meg Barnhouse continues, when I saw my older son dive into a car and start manhandling the wheel, waiting for the ride to begin, I moved into the shade to watch with his brother. I saw my son's mouth open wide with joy, its inside stained red by tiger's blood-flavored shaved ice. He was in a state of bliss, being slammed from behind and from all sides by other bumper car drivers. He threw back his head and laughed, putting his pedal to the metal in reverse, snapping his head forward as he took aim and slammed into another car, looking sideways at the other driver, grinning, not quite able to believe that this was actually allowed. (laughs) Meg Barnhouse concludes, joy changed my breathing. I was having fun. My brain cooled off enough to remember to enjoy my life, to be there for the beauty and grace in that situation. Here was beauty. Here was grace. And I was in the middle of it. It's how it is, isn't it? One minute's a rubber chicken, and the next is tiger's blood-flavored shaved ice. And what is it that catapults us from stalled out to miles per hour in bumper car bliss, from hell to beauty and grace? Meg Barnhouse says, let's go ride the rides. This is poet Robert Bly's one source of bad information. There's a boy in you, about three years old, who hasn't learned a thing for 30,000 years. Sometimes it's a girl. This child has to make up its mind how to save you from death. He says things like, stay home, avoid elevators, eat only elk, You live with this child, but you don't know it. 
You are in the office, yes, but live with this boy at night. He's uninformed but does want to save your life, and he has. Because of this boy, you survived a lot. He's got six big ideas. Five don't work. Right now, he's repeating them to you. Or you could ride the rides. On Wednesday evening, I had the great pleasure of hearing my beloved colleague and friend Jane Jepka tell her odyssey, the story of her life and adventures as a Unitarian Universalist. Jane was raised in a fellowship in rural Ohio, a gathering of like-minded, like-hearted people who gathered to build a spiritual community and a church, and only years later to call a minister. Her earliest memory of church is of eating powdered sugar donuts and learning to turn cartwheels in coffee hour. It was an exuberant introduction. Jane Jepka writes, Unitarian Universalists ride the rides. We believe that everybody is invited and not only invited, but free to choose among the death-defying, scary rides, little whirling teacup rides, the classic merry-go-round rides, the rides in the dark, the sentimental rides that have scenery and cheerful songs, or yes, the bumper cars. We have a theology that requires us to decide for ourselves what kind of person we want to be, what kind of ride we want to take, given the constraints on our lives. And once that's all decided, we are required, our faith requires of us to help the rest of the folks climb into their seats. Our religion, Jane Jepka concludes, our unfettered religion encourages us to find the joy, beauty, and grace, and joy. Seek, and ye shall find. On Thursday afternoon, National Public Radio's Robin Young interviewed 53-year-old singer and composer Rob Morsberger. A year and a half ago, when he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor, he vowed to make as much music as he possibly could in the time he has left. Rob Morsberger has kept his promise. Since then, he's released three CDs of new music. His exalted newest album is a double CD called Early Work. Robin Young begins by asking him how he is. He responds, I just want to say that these interviews have meant so much to me. And I just want to thank you and make sure that you know that they're particularly special to me, that I've been here with you. I need to let people know how I value them. Gratitude. In the face of death, gratitude magnified. Rob Morsberger has about a month left now. His health, he says, is dire, but he's happy. 
He sings so beautifully when everything unravels and love has been unkind. She packs her bags and travels to another state of mind. It's all good in my book, he says. It's part of my journey, and other people have had similar journeys. I found this whole illness thing a very uplifting experience. I'm enjoying my time. I'm very grateful for it in every way. And I feel really fortunate that I had time to get most of the things right that mattered to me. As far as I'm concerned, he says, everything worked out great. Rob Morseberger sings, in everything you do, I'll always be a part of you. And if God needed a pair of eyes, God could have my vision. This is what it means to set a place at the table for the uninvited guest. Open the door and welcome whatever comes. This is what it means to flirt with the possibility of grace. This is what it means when we sing, Spirit, draw near. Beauty and grace and joy and gratitude seek, and ye shall find. The operative word is seek as much as find. Beloved spiritual companions, this is our faith, seeking and finding. Your brain is a rubber chicken in the steaming heat of an overcrowded fairground until you muster the will and the willingness to say, let's ride the rides. Sometimes we end up in a line where we didn't mean to be for a ride we didn't want to take. It can be rough, dire even. But our faith invites us to do our best with what we are given. If we're lucky, there will be tiger's blood flavored shaved ice and powdered sugar donuts and cartwheels, or at least another state of mind. I close with Mark Nepo's poem called, Yes, We Can Talk. Having loved enough and lost enough, I'm no longer searching. Just opening. No longer trying to make sense of pain, but trying to be a soft and sturdy home in which real things can land. These are the irritations that rub into a pearl. So we can talk for a while, but then we must listen the way rocks listen to the sea. And we can churn at all that goes wrong, but then we must lay all distractions down. 
and water every living seed. And yes, on nights like tonight, I too feel alone. But seldom do I face it squarely enough to see that it's a door into the endless breath that has no breather, into the surf that human shells call God. Spirit, draw near.